0: freak are you kidding me i'm starting to think that you're the one all up in my feelings got me tripping. and i don't want to say that i'm in love cause i'm not white. i'm starting to think that you're the Savage Zoe, Savage Sophia has the day off. Good day Savage ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to another exclusive episode titled Savage's Confession, The Evolution of Dating. In this episode you are led into Savage God's beginnings. I mean let's be honest we all have an event in our lives that makes who we are today. Good girls have gone bad, superheroes sometimes turn into villains, and hopeless romantics that were the nice guys. Well, let's just say they got tired of finishing last. So sit back and enjoy this tale of heartbreak, drama, and all-around fuckery. Enjoy.
1: My savage, ladies and gentlemen, it is an oh, awesome... <laughs> oh, <Jonathan. laughs> My savage, ladies and gentlemen, it is an awesome... What is this? It's Tuesday. It's an awesome Tuesday night uh we got some i finally got some well-deserved sleep today i feel like i just have has been creating content <sighs> non-stop period but with my madness, i did not introduce myself at all i am the savage god the host of the x-rated experience podcast uh the creator of the devil's night series and uh the host of the summertime x-rated experience podcast Roughly May thirty first. Uh, I am just just on one of those. I'm just on a different type of time right now because you know when I'm off, when I'm not working, or I'm off. I really can you know lose myself inside of my head, which could be bad, could be good, whatever. It's all up to it's all up to the person, I guess, or the thoughts that you have. But for me, right now, it is more. I guess I can say if I'm using that in the right way in context, because for the simple fact, like at the end of the day, life, life throws so much at you and it doesn't have a time frame of it throwing anything at you. or It doesn't have uh, a warning shot, so to say, when life throws something at you, life just says, fuck it, push the button on you at any point in time in your life, in anyone's life, especially in mine, uh, it just seems like for me right now, life has been moving super rapid, super rapid. And, like, and I'm talking about you know the way it, it throws uh, stuff at me. It's one of those, it's I'm trying to explain it the best way I can. It's one of those things where, <sighs> I'm. I'm not wondering what's coming next, because life doesn't give me that 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 choice, <laughs> that chance to wonder what's coming next. It just sends it my way, and oh, man, I'm. I'm not exhausted, and honestly, I'm not even complaining. I don't complain because this is. I'm stronger. I'm not made out of pottery. I'm stronger than anybody gives anyone credit for uh, because and i've seen some strengths of mental strength physical strength whatever type of strength but and when it comes to me my life isn't over i always feel like people should honestly acknowledge how strong that they like they are uh yeah you can go ahead and acknowledge it you acknowledge an update on how strong you are you may be strong enough to take this you may be strong enough to take that but if you're but when it's when when people say I've been strong my whole life, no, you haven't. You're still laughing. and you're talking. Shut up, idiot. You haven't been strong your whole life. So I don't feel like until I'm like 95 or 85, can I say, oh yeah, I've been strong my whole life. But when it comes to an update, I can say, yeah, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty mentally strong Well, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty strong. You know, just humble yourself. Just take, I know I hate eating the humble pie, but hey, sometimes you gotta eat shit and like the taste. That's sometimes not all the time don't do it all the time that's now even people are just taking advantage of you if they do it all the time <laughs> but but it's one of those things where it's it shouldn't be said until you've accomplished life i feel like when you if you are uh honored enough to hit your 80s or your 90s then you can start talking about it okay well i'm talking like you're full-blown like i accomplished this I accomplished, like that's when I feel like you should start going how strong you are mentally and what you can take, what you can't take. You don't know. You don't know right now. <laughs> you don't know. You didn't make it to those golden ages. You know what you know so far. But you do not know where you will be within the next 50, 60 years. So how about you shut up and wait for life to finish with you? Because from what I'm saying from the senior citizens out here, they know when life is finished with them because what do they do? They stop caring what they say. They start doing what they want. People say, oh, he's not, you don't need to act like that. What do you mean? He Like, if I'm in my golden age, if I, if I hit my 80s or if I hit my 90s, and for some crazy reason, I am still single, <laughs> which I highly doubt, but if I'm still single in my 80s and my 90s, that's what I said. My wife probably passed. That's why I'm, that's the only reason why I'm single. But I will still date. I will go on geatrix uh dating apps or whatever they have when that comes to it. Like, I like it's not that I don't want to be alone, it's just that I'm in my 80s or 90s, I'm just looking for a deaf buddy at that time. I'm just seeing who I can die with, uh <laughs> or before. Um, because I feel like if my wife died, okay, that's selfish. You could have waited for me to get it. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, I, I'm a somewhere deep down inside, under this savage, savage heart, I am still that man that was a hopeless romantic. I am still that young man that jumped and almost damn near broke my ankle just to get a chick's number. I'm still that guy. I broke. I jumped off some balcony. It was pretty dope, actually. <laughs> actually, thinking about it, this, the the visual was pretty dope. The pain, though, when I landed. was that was not, that was not fun for me, like at all. Um, but, but that's the thing. It, my, the evolution of my dating life or like the evolution of maturity, it it goes, it's weird how it went because I'll be the first to say it right now and right here. Disney lied. Disney lied to all of us. All that, Prince meets Princess and boy meets girl, boy kisses, all that, 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 that's, I call it lying with the truth. Okay, yes, a boy has to meet a girl, boy has to get a girl, whatever the case may be, or oh, partner, whatever, whatever you're into. That, that's dope. Um, but uh that that's that's the dynamic. Yes, that's the that's the generic dynamic for any type of love, you know, movie or rom com that is that's it is what it is. Boy gets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. Boom. That's what they tell you. Boy and girl live happy ever after no they don't they get a divorce five years down the line because they realize they wasn't meant for each other and now with some new people playing the roles and you go see the sequel you like who the fuck are these new people you don't know because they broke up over you know in between movies so there you go and they don't but and they don't tell you like what happens next they don't show you what you're supposed to do next you learn it from life well now and i don't know what you can find on the internet you probably there's so many things out here now. Phrases and sayings and things have titles now. Like, it's, it's, now you probably can find it. But back in my day, like, I'm 37, so I was around when VHS was popping. Nintendo was a thing. <laughs> so, it's just like, you had to learn from life experiences. There was no Google. Google, you couldn't just ask Google or Siri, hey, what's, no. Half the time, they don't even know. But... <laughs> But it's just, man, it's just like, what, trying to put it in the most refreshing way. It's just, I saw uh, the evolution of me and my dating life. I'm I'm not doing any high school bullshit. I'm not going to talk about any college because I only went to college for so long before I dropped out. So I'm not going to talk about those relationships. Yes, sometimes you meet your wife in, in college and sometimes you can meet the love of your life in high school yes those are the exceptions but that's not all oh, that's not how it works all the time the majority of the time actually that's not how it works because usually the high school sweethearts break up because now they're now they're in two different colleges or one of them didn't make it to college but the college experience that is basically you might as well say that's a test run of what life has to offer you being broke oh <laughs> you being broke uh And having that struggle, that struggle meal, you losing your girl, uh, that if y'all go to two separate colleges, you know, the long distance thing, like it, that's a test run of what's to come. A lot of people don't really take that college run serious. They, they, they focus, you're focused on getting out of it, the education that I understand. You're focused on graduating so you can go ahead and get into your debt and start paying it off. But, but you're missing the life lessons that college also teaches you. This is why the freedom comes when, when you're in college. Because if you're staying, if you go to an, an away school, you are not going home. You cannot tell your mom and dad how your day was. Or you, you know, Well, you can cash out cash or if you ask, me, but if you're one of my kids, like, yes, if you're in school, I'll give you money, but I'm not, you can get a set limit. I still have bills back here. So you get like five dollars. I can do five dollars a week. That's your. You better find a job on campus. That's your thing. That's nothing wrong with that. Work on campus. <laughs> so um, it's just one of those things where if you you have to pay attention to like I get it. Like I said, you have a paper due. You, you have midterms. You have a, still a lot of things going. But in the real life, that's just work. That's literally what a job is. You still have things to do professionally. But don't forget, live your life outside. And I was always one to do... Well, in in normal society, you might as well say, I always did it as backwards uh, because I started off in the world as a hopeless romantic. I started off with that dynamic, boy supposed to be girl, boy supposed to win girl over things. But I started off that way. Yes, because like I said, Disney lied to me. Uh, You know, the ones that, that You know, there was a lot of sitcoms and stuff back then, so they they were, they were kind of like ish because at least during the sitcom, you got to see the whole main two characters break up and see what happens after and how they cope with it and everything there. But that's, you know, like I said, there's levels to this. But me, on the other hand, I always thought at 20, at, at the age of 20, that I was going to find the love of my life, settle down, and, you know, I was so green. <laughs> I was so green. And uh, next thing you know, I uh, ran into a wall. I won't say her name, but she was the most beautiful—the most beautiful at the time. I should say <laughs> she's still pretty beautiful today. I will say that. But she was one of the most beautiful women I've seen at that point in time in my life. I'm 20. I'm still like fresh in the world. So, and uh, yeah, man, I didn't think that pretty girls could break you all I honestly thought that I don't think I didn't think that. I didn't think someone that gorgeous can I didn't think that was possible. Like <laughs> I didn't think that was a possibility. I don't know why. Like I said, I was young. I was naive. I was green, so. I didn't think, you know, that was going to be my experience. Um. So with me being the uh, like I said, the hopeless romantic that I am and willing to do any and everything to win a girl's affection. Uh, back then, uh, that's that's what happens when you watch a lot of action. You, know, you think that no ego, man, that no ego is worse than drugs Sometimes I swear, I swear it is. I swear it is. <laughs> so I am terrified, and when I repeat, I am terrified of heights. But now I'm a. I don't. I really like to play with danger, so I get on roller coasters all the time. I love it. I love standing on tall skyscraper buildings. I love doing. Any, all of my fears, I have literally intentionally done things to put myself in the path of hey, this could happen and you'll be dead. So um I I I was very, very scared out back then. Uh, still kinda am, but not as much. Um so the first date that me and her went on, we uh, went to King's Dominion. It was a theme park in Virginia. Uh you know. Hey, like, I got lucky. I honestly got lucky because I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't even know how I asked. I was nervous as hell. I was shaking, sweating, just, man. I don't know how I pulled that one off. I don't know why I was so worried. My confidence isn't what it is now. Now I feel like I'm a juggernaut. Back then, I again, I was a rookie. I was green, so, you know, I stuttered and stammered over my words. Uh, And I I can still hear her voice because she, that, that voice, she has a unique voice. Uh, uh, and she's like, "Are you trying to ask me out?" I'm not about to sit up here and try to do it. <laughs> so, but she was, she was just like, "Hey, are you trying to ask me out?" Uh, I was like, "Well, if you, you know, if you're free, <laughs> so you know." She's like, oh, "Okay, well." Then she was like, "Hey, I was supposed to go to Kings Dominion with my sister, but uh, we have an extra ticket. Would you like to go?" Hell yeah! Like, I get a free Kings Dominion ticket, and it's with the chick I've been like trying to get her attention. We work. We both worked in the mall together at the time. I remember my mall career. It was fun. But anyway, we're going to stick to this story right now. Um, but yeah, so when we, oh man, so we went out and I'm thinking she's a, girl, she's a girl. She's probably, she's probably going to want to get on certain rides. Not all, I don't have to worry about the, my biggest fear was the volcano and the drop zone at Kings Dominion. And again, the drop zone, you. know, one of those rides that go all the, the drops on you, go all the way up into the clouds, and you don't see the people's feet anymore when you, they take them up and phew, they drop. It's this? It's peaceful stuff In the volcano, they shoot you out of. They shoot you out of volcano. <laughs> like I'm. I'm visualizing it now. That that volcano still to this day will intimidate me. It's that disgusting. So um, we that you know you know she she's the one king's Dominion is two hours away uh from dc um and so she, she said i'll drive okay cool because that time i didn't have a damn car anyway <laughs> i was i was i was saving money at the time so i didn't have a car anyway so i was like oh that's even better so we all go we uh we go to king's Dominion and her sister is like oh I, like i say halfway there My sister was like, I know what type of ride you are. You want to get on every ride, aren't you? For some reason, I felt a drop of sweat come out of nowhere when she said that to her. And I'm like, she's like, you know, she's like, and then she asked me, she said, hey, do you uh, like roller coasters? I like, (laughs) you know, me trying to seem brave and tough. And uh, like I said, that male ego, man, always always bite your ass. And then like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. I am... Dying inside, and it's it was just one of those just <laughs> you get to the theme park and uh the uh they, I, I will give them this they really did build up to going on bigger rides um uh, <laughs> they didn't just start on big, and then no they they we started off small, <laughs> not the teacups we didn't go we didn't go that day. small, not the teacups, let me just say that there were no teacups involved, I wish. I really wish there were teacups involved, but there were no teacups involved. So the first ride we get is a mediocre. I've been on this ride before, um, in summer camp. So that's I really wasn't uh too worried about it. But it was this never ride. This was the one of the embarrassing parts of so it. So this is this ride. Kings of Mania, I've, I've been going there since I was a kid. Loved it. I love Kings of Mania. Going there since I was a kid, I decided to say, uh, hey, let's you know, suggest the ride. Let's go on this ride. It's pretty dope. She's like, all right, cool. Come to find out. It, the, it was a kid's ride. The whole, I couldn't sit anymore because I grew into uh, an adult. <laughs> so that was not, that was not the impression. I didn't want her to think that, oh, okay, he is, you know, Like I didn't want her to think like I was I like, okay, you know, but I had a good excuse. Uh like I literally tried to sit down in this man Mike, but my knees hit. I was, ah. It was crazy so we had to get off the ride because kids, right? a kid's uh, <laughs> But I had a good excuse. I haven't been a the man in like years For that point. So I didn't know that I had a growth spurt in the past 10, 12 years. How was I supposed to know, How was I supposed to know that? Um, but I did. So she was like, okay, from now on, I am taking a ride. I said, hey, hey, take a try, I don't care. Started sweating more. <laughs> I started sweating more. So as the rides uh, gradually uh, built up, mind you, I am too scared that I'm a puke. On if I go eat, so we really haven't eaten anything. And anyone who is an avid roller coaster rider knows, not having anything on your stomach is just as bad as having everything on your stomach. And but in this case, you just have nothing to throw up. <laughs>
0: so, This looks like a good time to take a quick break. Stay tuned for more of this eye-opening confession from your savage god. Fair warning, you may want to prepare your ears from what's coming up next.
1: My savage ladies and gentlemen, devil's night is near. And one devil's night. I will be hosting your experience. Whoa, 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 excuse me? No, you're not, we had you to do promos and shit. We didn't, you're not hosting my show. You can you can be a guest if you want, but you're not fucking hosting my show. What is wrong with you? What, what? <laughs> Whatever you say, just know, come devil's night, I will be watching you like a hawk, because you never know You the devil what to call in the
0: favor. That you
1: Um, I don't owe the devil shit. I'm gonna tell you like I tell everybody else. I might not bow my head to no deity, but I don't dance with the devil either. Both of y'all get an eat a dick award. Or dickhead or Dickhead, Sam is a dickhead? Eat a dick, dickhead, whatever. <laughs> mm. Savage God, see what devil is that? they will for the They will survive. If I yeah, whatever, man. I know you don't threaten my listeners. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's get the fuck. I don't. Want this guy.
0: Welcome back, all of you, savage ladies and gentlemen. We hoped you enjoyed the break, and without any further delay, let's get back to the Savage God's confession.
1: So, uh, it, uh, man, when she said. The drop zone. <laughs> this is how I got out of the drop zone. Okay. I, I was able to get out of the drop zone the first time. <laughs> because, you know, when, they, when we finally got to the seats and they were about to drop the I said, oh, man, I got to use the bathroom. I just, I just ran. I just took off running. I didn't want her to. I, you know, it was an emergency. Luckily, I haven't gone to the bathroom none that day. And so I got away with that one. She's like, it's okay, we can get on again. And yep, so it was all for non. It was all for none. nothing. I did it for nothing. I, that's, I I was the track star that day. I, I swear I was. Uh, so, I, uh, I, man, I honestly think I passed out doing part of that drop zone ride. Um, luckily, I passed out actually because I feel like if I wasn't, if I was like awake through the whole thing, then a scream or three would have came out of me eventually. Nobody like who <laughs> could you imagine going on a date with someone and they are screaming to the top of their lungs on a roller coaster ride? You know, and three seats over from me. I don't know, I don't know who was in control of letting people on this ride, but that eight-year-old little girl did not belong on a drop zone ride. Why was she there? Thanks, kid. Thanks for making me look bad. Um <laughs> but she she was a champ. She she had her hands up in the air. And, and you know what? When, when I really think about it and talk about this. This is this is so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It, um but so of course after the drop zone is the second to biggest ride in King's Dominion, so I knew what was coming next. I knew what was coming next. And it was the volcano. And I'm thinking, usually when I go to theme parks with people and we go up to a ride that we really want to get on and we see a fucking line around two corners, we say, you know what, we just won't get on this ride today. It's not worth it. No, she was hell bent on getting on the volcano. And this is how I feel like she sucked me in because she's like, you know, what? And she, you know, she gave me a compliment for being brave this whole time i don't i don't think she saw the, like the back of my shirt cuz i could have swore i had a big wet patch back there from all the sweating i was doing and uh yeah so <laughs> so you know and then she she had i remember her eyes she had like it was light green type thing i thought they were con- I, for the longest i swear i thought they were contacts uh but no they it, it's she has one of those she's one of those lucky few that during certain seasons, their eyes are certain colors. And hers just happened to be the lightest of the green. And I was in awe. And so when she grabbed my hand and smiled, she, you know, with the dimples. And it's, she was just a cliche, uh, you know, let girl next door, just I every, mean, whatever. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated, it. I hated it how I got suckered in uh, so fast with this one. Um, But yeah, so. She does the whole hand patch thing and, you know, and yeah. So I'm like, they gave me a boost of confidence. uh, As you can see, like my, like confidence, like I can, I can, I can do this. I can take on the volcano. I, I got this. So the closer we got to the ride and the closer I can hear all of the screams and see the, you know, when they shot people out of the volcano and, oh man. I was, I feel like I was dry on that day for probably 15, the, the 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 15 minutes I had that confidence. You know, I, I, you know, I started sweating for a little bit. And, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, so we get on, we get on the volcano. I didn't pass out and I didn't scream because I was too busy trying to hold back imaginary puke in my mouth because if I had, I really had to puke. It's just I haven't eaten anything, so I didn't puke. Not not only did haven't I eaten anything, but I don't think I had a, a drop of any type of water, juice, soda, anything, which is, again, bad. It's hot. It's, still, it's, it's summertime. So, man. Um, <laughs> so we get... Uh, so the ride is over. The first thing I do is make a beeline the trash can. I I she's like, oh no. <laughs> I was her sister is just dying laughing. her sister was evil. Her sister was evil. <laughs> but her sister is dying laughing. They think it like she's like, you know, you know, patting you on the back. She's like, maybe we shouldn't have got on that right. Oh I, I wanted to say so bad, you stink. but what do you want to do? I was enamored by this one and yeah, but, so, time goes on. No, now, here's the red flag. Now, here's what should have been a the, the now me, in hindsight, would have put this a mile away and knew who she was from the beginning when I thought, at the time, it was her ex. But you know how, I will give her this. They, you know how you can get into one of those fuzzy periods with a partner that is supposed to be your ex, but for some reason, you guys just... It keeps happening, and we all know what I'm talking about. It, it doesn't just—it doesn't have to be just sex. It could be a cuddle night, or you feeling lonely, so you call them up, like you know. So, one of those fuzzy periods, you know. Will they, won't they get back together? Whatever. Um. So he is <laughs> next. till, for those who don't know what next hill is used to be a thing. He used to be a walkie-talkie on the phone. You know where you at? Like you might as well say. They were voice text before voice text was a thing. <laughs> so, uh, and sometimes you can't help who busts in on your phone. Uh, you can't, it's, it's, they just say, hey, hello, like, you know, get that, and then they just, you know, they just bust in, hey, man, what you doing? Well, you know, I used to have fun doing that to my brothers when, you know, they would either be like in church with our mom or, oh, if they are at work, I just say, you know, a whole bunch of fuck shit, like curse, just keep cursing out loud. And they're in public or in church, and they gotta you know it's funny, it was funny to me, so um, but you know she gets to the next to church and all I hear coming from that next to church is like, "Oh, you left me, how could you leave? like so she <laughs> she quickly uh pushed the button to make it you know make the voice come through the headset, but I can still hear he is loud, he was mad, like man, was he mad uh, shoot, and the first thing. What well, second thing she said out of her mouth? was, No, I didn't. That's I did. Like it was a lot. It was a very put a well, well put together lie. How she came up with this lie? the shit out of me. People ask me how I come up with such shit. I do. I do it with the truth. Like if I don't, I don't think. Okay, I think, but I don't think. I say what whatever's on my mind, and I if I feel it. I I'm one of those people. I had to learn empathy really fast. Because not really. It took years, but I, I, whatever I feel, I say it. Whatever, if I think it's stupid, it's dumb. If I think whatever, like I don't care, you know. But I don't, and that was the problem. I didn't think about anyone else's feelings. So yeah, you understand. You can tell the truth all day, but geez, the truth can hurt. <laughs> like yeah, you told me the truth, but hey, man, it, it it still kind of kind of messes with me. Like you said it that like the deliverance, and it's it's a lot. It's a lot that I had to learn, but but for her though, she came up with a lot better than a lawyer or a car dealer. Like, <laughs> like, geez, that was quick. She was born. I'm like, okay, snake oil salesman. Um, <laughs> so as time progresses, uh, so, but like I said, I should have caught that. That was my first red flag. I ignored it and I felt like, oh yeah, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she said, screw him and went out with me. That's what I'm talking about. Idiot! You don't ever, I wasn't thinking like, hey, dude, if she will do that to, and she was with them for like six years. They were high school sweethearts and nothing in my brain said, hey, idiot, if she will do that to him, what do you think she would do to you? Now, now that's a little bit, the, the area, that area is a little bit more gray because I always, now I always tell people, if you are, if you have been with somebody for 15 years, and they are starting to like like if y'all if you guys are at the end and they are like they never respected you in the first place you took them through some shit. <laughs> you took them you took them through something that made them project these feelings or disrespect you in this manner like you really had to take them through something if they are willing to take the 15 years that you guys built and and just say, fuck it, and let it come crumbling down with no, nothing, like no care in the world, then what did you do to get them to this point? Because everyone, and I mean every human being out there knows that if you are in love, or you are really, really in like with someone and y'all in a relationship, it takes something super drastic or super traumatic to make you turn on them. Okay? It's a thin line between love and hate. Yes, sometimes love is stronger, but you walk that thin line. We all walk that thin line. I have, me, I, I used to be a little bit more shallow with it, like, if you coughed weird or, like, your hands were too rough and you wasn't a construction worker, <laughs> like, that that would I would fall out of love or out of, like, real quick because that was just me. I was young. Now it, it takes a little bit more than that, but it's one of those things where, like, and that's what I thought. So, it goes the red flag. So, like, big man had, like, when I, <laughs> it was funny because that summer, my cousin was staying in my place. I forget why he was staying in my place. Oh, I was the one of the first, no, I was the first one in my generation, I guess, to get their place first. I might not have been the first to graduate college, but I was the first one to be independent. I left home at 21. So, but, At that time, I was, yeah, about 20. 20. And so my cousin and me and my cousin were staying with my grandmother at that time, just because we, you know, I don't know. We we were young, I guess. And, oh, it was quicker for him to get to work. That's right. So, time progresses. Somehow, some way, I'm like, I don't know. Always say, now that I think about it, I feel like every single until uh, now, because uh, now, I take my time, but every single relationship I've ever started or every single situation I've ever uh, been in, it happened so fast, so fast. I mean, you know, one moment we're on a, our first date, and then, or we just had a hookup, or the next moment I am invited to Thanksgiving. I never know how it happens. It just happens. So... Well, I'm not complaining. it is what it is. I don't give things like that time frames because I feel like people who do that don't really love life. <laughs> because you're too busy worried about time frames. Just live your fucking life. Um so it's it got to the point where <clears throat> summer came, this you know, that big strong summer fling came. Uh the winter they call it we you know, it's still called cuffing season. Cuffing season came up. So I didn't realize that's what I was, that's what pretty much was happening because we went to me. I think it was August, because I literally remember all summer trying to get this girl. Uh, yeah, it was the cliche, rom-com, <laughs> I'm going to get this girl over the summer type thing. Um, so I did it, uh, uh, we got together, uh, everybody had the job, then we worked together too, so that was fun, that was so much fun. Um, we got together. See me at that time, like I said, my confidence wasn't what it is now. Uh now I'm uncomfortable when people say I'm good looking or I have a good smile because I don't know, it's I don't know, I I lived I I don't know, I feel like I've been I hate to say this. I I can't believe I'm really about to say this, but I feel like I've been sexualized a lot. And you can say, look, and if you sit up here and say, "I put myself in that situation," that's some mm-hmm. hypocritical shit. And uh yeah, don't do that because okay, so what? I take pictures with my shirt off. I am allowed to do that. It could have been hot, and someone snapped a picture of me having fun. Like it—it it doesn't matter if my shirt is off or not. That doesn't mean you—you know—don't oogle and ogle me or try to touch me. You know, that's weird. Like, don't do that. In my twenties, I would have loved it. Now, <laughs> as a grown man. It's one of those things with like, don't, don't, don't I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the pool like everybody else. I'm trying to, be like, you make me want to go and eat and bench. I, I don't, I don't like the attention as I don't have, I feel like I have nothing to prove. I don't, I, my male ego is at its most subdued. So I'm not trying to impress anyone or anything like that. So when someone gives me a compliment and like randomly, I don't, if you're, if you're. My woman that's different, you're my woman <laughs> okay, you're supposed to do that, but if like you know it's pretty much the same thing uh women go through went through for decades it i feel i probably and I feel like mostly because I was raised by my grandmother and my mother i i I see it and I understand it more because you know every like my mom used to get hit on a lot i guess um but i don't i don't know it's just that I cringe now when. Someone says it's okay to say, hey, you're handsome, but when you just take it to, I'm not gonna say it here, I was, I was, if it was my show, i say it, but when you take it to a certain point, when it's like, okay, now I'm a little okay. Like, you know? So I don't, I didn't, so I wasn't aware of, uh, back then, uh, back when, uh, like when I was 20 and I was dating her, I wasn't aware of, quote unquote, how good looking or people thought I was. I, like I said, I was green. I was so, when I said I was so into her, I could have been a horse with blinders on. I didn't notice anything. I didn't notice other girls. I didn't notice her. Uh, I thought this was it. I hope we're going to get married. Uh, <laughs> my cousin, <laughs> he used to look at me with this look like. No, you're not. You're, you're, like my, my, my cousin, we were uh, like connected at the hip. Uh, I can't say he was my sidekick. I am the older cousin, but we had a. I can't explain it. Our dynamic was different, you know, me and my cousin. So, but, and he had no problem at all telling me, dude, wait, no, yeah, this, it's just something like he felt it first. I always say, I might have mastered like the gifts of my of love life, the dating life, uh, and whatever the case may be, but he had his special talent first. Um, he just, I don't know, I don't know, half the shit I can do with my eyes, like, uh, half the shit I can do with my eyes, evaluate someone, read someone's oral on the first day, half the shit I can do with my eyes closed, he was, he's been doing it since forever, and I always say, I don't know how, like, and that's why I still feel like he's addicted to the single life, because he uses his power for evil, <laughs> I always try like, he uses his power for evil mainly, so, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, he just but he called it. He called it before it happened. And without me even telling him about the red flag at King's Dominion. Um and so time for it was starting. So like I said, it went summer, then we went to, we got to we winter to together. Oh my goodness, I am so glad I'm rehashing this because now that I think about it, we didn't even make it to spring. And this is why. Um again, like I'm enamored, I'm in love, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to think what happened. Okay, all right. So here's what happened. She like I said, she was, old. she was like one of the in when we worked. She was everybody was wooing, like just one of her, and they hated me, like you know that's the exchange, I guess. Um, uh, so everybody's always trying to go out with her, always trying to date her, and mind you, weeds in your 20s, especially if you are 20, you are still kids at the end of the day. You are still kids. The 20s is nothing but the infancy of adulthood. That is all it is. I didn't, I wasn't aware of we all will have that urge to want to explore the world and see different people, meet different people. You know, I that wasn't a concept to me because Disney told me differently. Disney told me differently. <laughs> so Disney said I'm gonna live happily ever after. Corey and Topanga... Was the love story I was looking for. (laughs) So, Corey and Boy Boybe's world. For those who don't know, Google it, okay? But for those who do know, awesome. Um, so as time progresses, as time progresses, started. This is my first encounter of. Okay, I understand the saying. Why they say nice guys finish last. I don't, like, I don't, it's still surreal to me when people tell me I'm the, uh, I, or, like, during the, during my whole little, quote, single lifestyle that, you know, I was, I'm the bad boy and I'm, I'm the, you know, the, the guy that chicks didn't bring home the mama and whatever. I didn't get that. I didn't, I didn't understand that effort because, like I said, I started off, I hope it was romantic. Um, I, I, I wanted to just be whatever, but again, like they say, nice guys. Finish last. That saying is there for a reason. You can try to change it, modify it, say, no, that's not going to be me. Yeah. Yes, it is. Always. Nice guys always bless. But at the end of the day, hey, man, you know, nice guys, they, you know, they, they do get the wife. They do get the picket fence. And then their wife is bored. <laughs> The father gets bored, and you know this is why we have this uh, genre out there of filmmaking called, you know, those. But I digress. Uh, But that's the thing. I was in. I was the stereotypical nice guy, you know, flowers, candy, and all that other good stuff. And I started to break. The, the The ice started to break under my feet. Uh, well, at this time, I it was uh, I had a super bowl. Um, uh, did I have well, no, yeah, I think I had a super bowl party. I can't remember who was planning the super bowl then because my night got screwed heavily, heavily. My night was screwed. so the super bowl party was in my place. I had this big screen, I had the old school big screen TV on top of it. It was no, this flat screen. is cool because it it creates more space in the house. But I had that big old, big back, old school, big screen TV. And uh, I remember inviting, uh, you know, everybody from work um, and a couple of people I knew, which is funny, at this Super Bowl party is – the one of the, the the guests that came to my super bowl party would become my oldest daughter's mom. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh had a super bowl party and she didn't show up. Now again, mind you, we work together and people at work know that we are together and everyone's from work except some that wasn't invited showed up. Uh and they you know all of them asking, Hey where is she? Where's like she said, she'd be like, you know, I keep getting texts and oh, I'm gonna be a little late. So the whole time I found out due to some guy at the party, uh, he, his brother wasn't there either. Like he had a brother that was with us and his brother wasn't there. Now his brother, I hated his brother. I didn't mind his brother anyway, because he always wanted my girl. And in my eyes, and, you know, he, he looked like somebody dumped his face in a bunch of accidents. <laughs> and that's how he looked to me. He was just hor- a horrible looking man. Uh, but I like, there is no way like he would get hurt, whatever the case may be. But the thing about the bad boy aura, <laughs> it will, if, it's one of those things where if you're not that good looking, But you have that certain aura about you that will outweigh your non-good-lookingness i guess so you know he had a i think yeah no he yeah guy with a motorcycle cliche bad boy um guy with a motorcycle ugly as hell she was with him uh, and his so the guy when he talked to his brother he told his brother and I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's like, if, if my brother called me and told him, I'm not telling, you know, the boyfriend, why would I do that? That's not my business. But no, the, the guy told me where she was. And uh, yeah, luckily for me, I say, I didn't have a car. At the
0: time. I had a place,
1: but I didn't have my car. And, uh, you know, so cause if I had my car, I would have, yeah, it would have been a different, way different story. Uh, I might have, I might have been green, but my toughness and my, that was the only part of me I feel like was badass through my whole life. My willingness to never back down. and I, I can fight the world. So I feel like I never was scared of anybody. So that always has been the same. Uh, but I didn't have that. But so she showed up. She, and it was funny when she showed up. Because she showed up, I don't know if she was tipsy or whatever the case, man, man, she showed up. She was like, Oh wait, where is anybody? It's midnight. The Super Bowl ended hours ago. Why would anybody well my cousin was there but that, <laughs> that's different. Why would anybody be here? Where were you? Like, it it just and that on that day for me. Uh I the the flip the switch was flipped. I joined my cousin I joined him on the dark side, I guess, and i for a long time I never looked back for a long time I never looked back. I wish I did I wish I caught myself a lot earlier than I did but um uh, and when that switch was flipped, chaos ensued. uh mind you. The reason, and I'm I'm gonna rewind, hit, hit rewind on a missing a deleted scene here. The reason why I even had my own place, the the motivation for me to finally get out of my grandmother's house was her. It's her because a she just got her place. She kept saying stuff like, you know, oh, it would be good if we both had a place where we could have some privacy. Uh, so you know. Now I know that hey when you know you're moving into a place, how about you save up a little bit And you know, so you don't have to worry about rent. So save up for at least three, four months and worth of rent, then move out. No, I I just took one paycheck and wanted to go get an apartment. That's what I did. Uh that's again, that's thinking just because like man, if she told me to burn down the world, I would have just ran and did it. So that's how that's how much you had me wrapped around her finger. And that's cool. Now i I'm thinking about like what an idiot, but no, I'm glad it happened because it made me who I am today. Yeah, I might have had to it was it may have been some collateral damage on that journey, but I would I had to learn this from And so we get into this big heated argument. Big heated argument. And so I remember and I'm like, where were you? And she, it was. I I laugh now because, like I said, her voice was super unique. Think, Franz Rasher, or uh, <laughs> like, but in a more smoother tone. I can't ex I can't explain it. Like, I really like just want to hit her up right now. And I'm like, hey man, just say something in, in a sentence for me. Um, but it's like Franz Rasher. Her voice was super unique. But it was smooth around the edges. Like, Fran Dressler had a unique voice, but, you know, you can still pinch, you know, when she said certain syllables or <laughs> said something a certain way. But with her, it was just so smooth, so it was more, like, cute to me. Or maybe I'm just saying it was cute to me because of how she had me at that time. Um, It probably, to anybody else, probably sounds like a fucking nails on a chalkboard. But to me, I loved it. It was smooth as butter to me at the time. I, like I said, I haven't talked to her in a while. <laughs> I don't know how it would be now uh and just like and so we're arguing and she's standing in front of my my big screen tv that i worked hard for my dude okay i didn't work that hard my uncle you know i worked from my uncle for 150 bucks but that was 150 bucks of my money <laughs> so so we're arguing and fur and i don't know what compels her to do this uh I always say if you're arguing in a heated moment and you know, you're aggressively arguing, it's good to have space between each other, between you and your partner because you don't want to seem threatening to your partner and you don't want your partner to seem threatening to you. So if you're going to yell, yell from across the room type. But if you're close, like uh, somebody may, I don't know, that's how people get in trouble. Like, so stay, like, keep a distance from each other if you feel like uh, one or the other is being, or both of you are being too aggressive. So we had distance between each other. Uh, so we're yelling and like I could feel the veins out of my neck, and I could see the veins in her forehead. And she took her hand and broke my TV. Just boom. Like it it wasn't even a slow crack, it was a fast crack. It was and it was going straight in a horizontal line. All I'm like, what? Uh great. Uh Man, it, 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 when I think I think it was like two hundred and forty dollars to get it fixed, so I I spent the rest of my lease there uh, was cracked TV I was trying to watch. <laughs> my cousin, that was this thing every time it came out, be like, "So when are you gonna get this fixed? Are you want to help me? You always here anyway." Like, um, so but after after that night, my cousin just like, "This has got to stop!" Like, like it, it was funny, and and this is how high school is the job was. That argument, and I think it's my cousin's fault, because cell phones were just becoming more of a necessity than a want at the time. Uh, I had, flip, you know, flip phones were a thing. Razors was dominating, um, so I had my phone. And like, I know he's, I know he sent the text to somebody, but by the argument, I say 12:15 a.m. She, the argument took place for over 45 minutes. She left the house after she broke my TV, so by 1 a.m., about 15, I can get a, tons of texts from like my coworkers, like, what happened? <laughs> so I'm like, if the only person in here was you, like, he like, I don't, he, he was eating my chips, and like, I don't know how everybody's found out. That was quick. So, I'm like, this, this, yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, we got into, I don't, and the words, it's over, the phrase, it's over, never came out of neither one of our mouths at this time uh i just took it you know when property damage was done um it's over it's it's oh, you, you broke my TV i i love and i don't care about materialistic things it's always the uh i have but i have love for certain things like i would it's, there literally a little notepad that my roommate gave me 3 years ago well, when I had a roommate when we lived together, he gets this honey pot on it, and I like I was cleaning my house today and I found it and I made sure I put it in the safe place. This notepad has coffee stains and everything on it now, <laughs> but my like we we were like that's our bond, like you know. So like so I I, I love that TV because even though I bought it from my uncle, like I still bought it from one of my favorite uncles. So you know and. She she destroyed. So in my eyes, it was over. And at this time, so it was a blizzard and everything. So I couldn't really hit the ground running uh when it came to like dating other people or anything like that because it was blizzards. And in the wintertime, sometimes you just have to hibernate and stay in the house. But when spring hit, finally, oh man. Again, and by the time during this before spring hit. It was like one of those things where we were we would make up and we would argue and we won't talk to each other for a week or uh and quote unquote, she was needing time to herself or to just think of things. You know, that again, that fuzzy area. Uh but it's like she like and then that's when I got kept hand rumors around the job. She she went on a date with some Freaking CEO God, dickhead. Like I you know, I'm hearing things. I am at the time, I am killing it in the in my professional world at the time. So I'm like a rising star on the ladder, and but I'm not the star on the ladder. There are other stars, and so she was going like I would hear from the girls that we worked with, uh, where they saw her at. So because social media wasn't a thing. So when you heard something, it was through word of mouth. <laughs> it was through word of mouth. So, and you know, if you ever played the whisper game, by the time whatever was said there, like at the beginning, gets to you, it's probably 30 times worse, or not even what happened at all. So, and that's, and that's what I feel like happened. Uh, people made it way worse, uh, especially because a lot of people did not, I didn't know that they didn't want us together because they wanted to take their shot at each of us. I just, I just, I don't know what the hell I thought at the time, but I knew they wasn't doing
0: it. Well, 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 who would have thought that Mr. Savage got himself was innocent? I'm excited to see where this goes next, and I hope you are as well. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back. Let's get right into the savagery. Here is the conclusion of this bonus savage episode.
1: Just, just to be nice or just to be a helping hand, you know, because half the chicks that told me that she was doing these things, I ended up either on a lunch date with, I don't know. like, And I, I didn't know that they were saying that it was a lunch date. I just thought they wanted, you know, I had somebody to talk to, like about, you know, what was going on. Uh, again, I was green at the time anyway, so I didn't know. Um, So, uh, yeah, so time uh, progresses, and I, so while I'm hearing she's doing this, that, and the third, she's hearing I'm going on lunch dates with such and such, such and such, such and such. Now, (laughs) now to my defense, I only, I feel like only four of those stories were true. I feel like it was probably way worse knowing me. Uh, But there were uh, at this time, and I hate this because this is the collateral damage part. Whenever two people are going through that fuzzy phase of will they, won't they, we are together, not together, we're working on it, we're not working on it. That phase there, it can get, a lot of innocent bystanders hurt emotionally, maybe even physically sometimes. But, like, because why? Because each individual will probably try to go and, uh, you know, date someone else or talk to someone else. And that someone else, their emotions are getting involved. They, you know what I'm saying, they are kind of investing into this situation or whatever you guys have doing. But the whole time, your mind isn't dead. Because your mind is still where well, you left it with your ex or your situationship you're already in. So, and that, that was, I had a total of three different women break down crying uh, because they, you know, they either felt, you know, we were going somewhere or they did their best. This is, and if you are that other person that's getting invested, don't do things like talk negative or uh try to down the person that you know <laughs> that I'm in at like that I'm having these problems with be that 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 does nothing for you. That does nothing. That when dust settles and the smoke clears and I and, and I'm back with her, all I'm going to see of you now is the person that was trying to keep us apart, you know, it's it's, it's it, it could and it's not true, but I'm so caught up in this other person, like in what I had, it's it, I can't see the truth uh, again. I'm blinded. So it was one of those things where it's, it's like, oh man, these were good, good women, and and one that stands out the most, besides my daughter's mom. Uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. I, I chose to skip to that for a reason, uh, because there was a whole a whole thing with that. I think I got a shoe through at me, but whatever. Um, because yeah, while that was impactful, I feel like Ryan was more impactful. Um, and I'm changing names here. Not really. I I called her something else. But, <laughs> uh, not. Really, but because. Because now, she worked in the mall as well. And she worked at a certain store. She was from uh, North Carolina, but she was Jamaican. It was, I don't know, if you ever heard a Jamaican accent mixed with a a down South accent, it's it's very different. It's very different. So, um, good girl, man. Good girl. She cooks for me. She, like, everything the the me that was a hopeless romantic wanted in the woman she had, but I still had my ex popping up. I don't know how my ex heard about uh Ryan, and I don't know how my ex uh i don't know, I don't know my ex it was weird, it was weird, you know, Ryan told me that she went to go visit her um at her job I'm like what like it was so much. And uh, so one day, me and Ryan at my place, <laughs> I'm just about to take Ryan home. Uh, I had a bad habit back then because I lived in an apartment uh, building where if you didn't have a key to the actual building door, he wasn't getting in, period. He wasn't getting in. I used to leave my door unlocked because of this stupidest, the dumbest thing Anyone could ever do is leave their door locked, period. <laughs> and so I just leave my door locked because I'm like, hey, you know, and because I could hear if someone comes into the building. I did lock my door when I went to sleep, but while I'm up, I didn't. I never locked my door. So me and my ex just we get into a heated argument over the phone, and I'm like, whatever, you were never there for me anyway. I probably said a whole bunch of other things that I don't remember, and uh yeah so uh time for, and Ryan's getting her stuff together because she has to go home i want to take her home next so ryan goes into the bathroom and like clock as soon as Ryan shut the bathroom door my ex comes through my door and i'm like what in the shit uh Man, so when my ex comes through the door, she's like, what? Is it? Like, she just automatically, she, we pretty much went I hung up on her. She was determined to finish whatever she had to say. So she just popped up. She pops up. She just barges in. <sighs> so now me and her arguing. And Ryan comes out of the, the bathroom slowly. Luckily, you know, she was fully clothed. She was about to go home. Everything was good. My ex face went just eyes bulged out of her head, and oh man, that it was a big, big argument. Um, uh, so I didn't. I wasn't the one that ended up taking Ryan home that night, and uh, see, uh, I don't know how. I don't know how my ex. She gasped. I I, honestly feel like I don't know how she made me feel as bad as she did because you know why I don't know because come to find out that night when she barged into my place, she was she left. uh, I guess she was on another date with the guy with the motorcycle from you know the Super Bowl party, and she just left the date and just came over. I don't like I said she had a hold on me that I hated uh and i don't i don't feel like i had a hold on her or whatever it's one of i don't know because i've i've been guilty of doing this too i really don't care uh let's say let's say i don't care about the ex but i hear that they're dating someone else so i lose it and go like it was one of those that i couldn't explain it i can't like i can't explain it now and so i can't explain it for her either but that's what and you know the whole thing uh we talking and we were going to get back together it was ryan left crying. i didn't mean to she left like i had that that and again that's collateral damage of that like if you're in one of those fuzzy situations where you don't know where you stand with your partner please don't put nobody else in the mix because that's an innocent bystand it's the equivalent of an innocent bystand at the end of the day they had nothing to do with it they just Living their life and you came into this. So it was I still feel bad for that. So after that happened, she moved back to North I never saw her again. I never saw her again. That's how much she really cared for. me. I did not know that. At all. At all. Uh and I finally got out of that whole situation. And this is funny. I finally got out of that whole situation with my ex uh, for the simple fact that Valentine's Day was coming. Uh Oh, my God. As I sit here thinking about it, this was two years me and her did this. Oh, wow. Jesus. All right. Okay, but um, it doesn't seem like it because I'm sorry. It was so many other people, like, involved Like I was dating or I got involved with during this whole fuzzy moment, I didn't even know it dragged on for that long. That's sad. Um, but it come to find out, we like this. I don't know. I don't. I ran into uh, (laughs) I ran into uh, a a girl I called my we were girlfriend boyfriend in junior high, like seventh grade. I haven't seen her in years. By that point. She was pregnant. Uh, to I have a baby. I think she was five months or six months pregnant at the time, but I met her. So well met her. Well, ran into her again. And so we just started talking. Uh just you know, kicking back old old school style. And it was it was it was funny because I don't know. It was I have a thing for nerds. I'm a, <laughs> And it's funny cause I'm, I'm you know, I was the, the stereotypical football player type, but I I always had the things for nerves. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, it's just, I clip, like, I guess it's the opposite to track thing. Um, and it, I noticed it in high school that I always had the things for nerves, but like, I really, really had the things for nerves in my adult life and, uh, she was such a nerd, in New York, and like I don't know, it's just we clicked, we had fun. But you know, she was pregnant, so it wasn't mine. <laughs> so, so what, what, what relationship in my mind back then? You know, she's pregnant with a whole other guy's baby. That you know, what do you think? You know, like, what did I think was? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Was going to become of this? But oh, if anything, uh, because when we were. Just talking, him was like ha ha. He, he catching up. You know, just came over to my place, and i, I that's one of my biggest fears. Who I always felt like you know, karma was going to get me for that. Like I don't, <laughs> I always felt like karma was going to get me for that. But uh, luckily, you know, that I know of, it didn't. So you know, but you know, I just I always felt bad for you know it's doing good. that. So, the dating part, I didn't feel bad for. I feel like if you want to date someone she's pregnant with someone else's kid, that's cool. It's the physical part I feel horrible for. And I'm just going to leave that at that because I still feel bad about it. So, <clears throat> so, moving on. But, you know, it's Valentine's Day coming up and I am going I I'm going to spend it with her. My ex, literally, I don't know what it was, man. It was like she just knew. I know, we no longer work in the same place anymore. Uh so I got fired. She quit. I got fired. <laughs> I don't even remember what I got fired for I, I, I don't know what I got fired for. I don't even remember. I think it was something so stupid and I and the boss just didn't like me and I didn't like her. So that was her way of getting me out of there. But so I uh no longer worked we no longer worked in the mall together anymore. And at this time I'm in between jobs 'cause I remember because I feel like I I had a depression bout at that time, but I didn't, I didn't, again, I didn't really learn to what depression was until two years ago. I didn't even know I had depression until two years ago. And so at that time I'm talking about, I didn't want to, I didn't, I couldn't understand why I didn't want to do anything. I couldn't understand why I didn't want to go anywhere. I thought it was because I lost my job. That's one of them. Yes. I thought it was because I had, you know, them slipping the little notices under my door that, Hey, you didn't pay rent this time to go. Uh, but again, I would literally just lay on the floor, like just lay on the floor. And you would think the person who's been with me throughout of all of this, my cousin, who's been been the support system throughout of all of this would, you know, be there to pick up the pieces, be the shoulder I could lean on. Him and my brother, come to think about it. No, no what. These assholes. I think it's, I don't know. Men do not. We don't. I do now, but at the time we didn't know how to be there for each other in that way. The most we could do is probably drink with you, smoke with you. Ha ha he he. We can watch a game together. You know, like we would do things like what they quote unquote say hey, manly. Like we would do manly things to get over it, or oh, just to try to help. Like no, like talk to me. Like, I need to get about it. I don't want to drink 21 shots. Like, I don't want to play these stupid games. But, no. No, he did. he wasn't different. What he would do is just call me 15 minutes before he's about to bring some chick over there. <laughs> so they guys are no, you can't have a long time with some chick. And I'm sitting up here, laying on the floor, wondering what's going on with my life. But, um, yeah, but that was me in the between that time. But I knew one thing is one thing was that uh, you know, the the you know, the little girl I started dating was the one that she she was making me happy. With. Uh she was good to be around. I, I liked even though it wasn't my child, I liked to rub on her belly. I don't know, maybe I was getting the energy from the kid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um but, you know, and so we it's Valentine's Day. We are going to the movies. It's Valentine's Day, why not? Going to the movies and <laughs> going to the movies, and I get a phone call. It's my ex. She's like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm about to go out to the movies. She's like, oh, I got something for you. It's Valentine's Day. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, what? Mind you, I haven't spoken to her, i say, a month or two or three about this time. I don't know. I lost my job. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to say she left me because I also remember, you know, just cutting myself off. I was going through my first bout ever that I recognized was depression, and I wouldn't know anyway. I, I didn't ask my phone, but it's not like she barged, she barged over there to argue with me. But she didn't barge over there to see was I still breathing. That's I don't know what's that part. Right? When you're in your early twenties, you just you know care about number one. Yourself, <laughs> and that's it, that's all. So, uh, like I said, the only person I had, the only people I had coming over during that time was my cousin and my brother, and they wasn't coming over there to check on me, they was just coming over. My cousin had a girlfriend at the time, so he needed a place to cheat, I guess. And my brother, he still lived with our dad, so he needed a, this privacy when he wanted to be So, that's pretty much what the, the only reason I had you know visitors at that time. Ryan left, she after the whole thing. Uh my daughter's mom, like we were at odds at the time. Uh, I literally and there was no like there was no dating ass, there was no Tinder. I could just drown myself sor- my sorrows and one night stands and different random conversations. No. Back then you had to get your ass up and go out to the bar <laughs> and do the work. <laughs> so and I wasn't in no mindset to do that. I was you know pretty much on the edge of oblivion. In my mind uh, so again, I would lay on the floor in front of my front door for just no I, no thought in the world. I feel like it was just a black void or or I, or I wanted the void to swallow me whole I don't know so I don't know I honestly don't know uh the I don't know if it was the concept. Of list started to be a thing i, don't, I remember line but that wasn't a thing yet that wasn't a thing yet i don't know when Craigslist came to be a thing i don't even know how i found a job during that time i don't know what happened but i do know about the time this day she called me and she and she kept like she you know got me this beautiful card she wants me to read what it says now remember this part remember this She says she got me a beautiful card, and she wants to read what it says. Why am I putting emphasis on this? Months and months and months ago, me and her were going out on a date, and her best friend called and said her boyfriend was mad at her. And she said, one of the things you have to do to get them to stop being mad, buy them a card, write a whole bunch of sweet shit in it, and then when they get mad, tell them to read the card. It works every time. I'm hearing this conversation. I am in a car with her. <laughs> hearing this conversation. I don't know if she forgot that she said this in front of me. I don't know what her deal was at this point in time. She literally said, "Hey, I got you a card and I want you to really read what say it says. This is how I really feel about you. So every time I'm mad at you, uh, every time you're mad at me, you can read it and know my true feeling." I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, you think I just I that was this for me." That Right there was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because a lot of, I realized a lot that day. And Let me get into that in a minute. But so I, I just snapped. And I, I say, You are not, I said, You are not about to use this on me. But I've heard you speak on this tactic with your best friend. It's a play, it's a front. You want something, or I guess you just cross too many guys and no one wants to be around you on Valentine's Day now. And you're just going back to what you know. No, like no, I'm like no, I'm going on a date with someone I actually want to be around. Boom. And I, you know. Ah, Flip the phone down. <laughs> Flip the phone down. So I felt good, and that was me kicking the first wall of my first bout of depression down and coming out. It's like now that I think about it, I run through all the times I went through about a bout of depression in my life when I. Feel, when I defeat that bout or when I get through that bout I just it feel like I'm busting through up. like the Kool-Aid man I'm just busting through the wall oh yeah and I just take off <laughs> I just take off and that's what happened and yeah uh, never ever like I never hurt. like that was it that was how I broke free from her and how I got out of my depression and yeah man and like uh, it's it, it. So and it's like I don't know. It's, I think about it now in hindsight, and like, man, it was like maybe the universe needed me to go through that so I can realize my worth, who I am, and what I can do. Uh, and the, and what I mean by that is because as soon as soon as I hung up that phone, a surge of energy like I at that time I had never felt before, and something inside me said, "You will never, ever, ever come second or be a choice for nobody it's i it's It's just you don't compete with nobody, and nobody competes with you. You are who you are, and now you're you're better than that you're better." than a choice. You're better than, you, you You didn't sign up for a dating show. You didn't sign up for a reality TV show. You, this is not a uh, flavor of love or for the love of New York. You are you. You will not be anyone else's choice. You will not be another name on someone's list. You're better than that. You're bigger than that. Treat yourself better than that and bigger than that because As long as you see your worth, others will too. And they have no choice but to. So, and that's where I now, still to this day, say the famous quote, be you, the world will adjust, period. I don't have to compromise who I am, pretend to be someone I'm not, say that I like something that I don't. I can be me, unapologetically me. And if they don't like it, then they're not for you. If they can't be around you, then they are not with you. So don't worry nor care about what others think or what others say. Because at the end of the day, you show them what you want them to see. They don't know who you are. They see the smile. They see the laughing. And some even take kindness for weakness. But... That's when that pit bull shows you, you're not going to poke me with a stick and I haven't eaten in weeks. I am going to bite your head off. So, I don't know. I feel like that day in me, that savage was was born. That day in me, my aura changed. My personality changed. The words I used changed. The way I moved changed. Everything changed. I stopped. Being a Y guy, and I started being white ass. It's one of those things if not me, then who, and if not now, then when. I am, um, I don't know, I, it, it's, it was a gift and a curse, I guess, because I stopped putting my heart in the hands of others. I, that, uh, that hopeless romantic shit died. There was no more, um, flowers and candy. There was no, Boy meets girl. Boy gets girl. Boy falls in love. There, that was gone. No, uh, 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 like it it was more. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to enjoy my life. If you're with me, then you're with me enjoying it. But don't think that we are together. Do not think that just because I, because I'm not. I was never. I was never an asshole. I was not that wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type. And that was the thing, and that was the, I don't know, a lot of, I don't know, a lot of people didn't. I don't think a lot of people seen my type, it's it's still to this day probably. But my type was, I was never the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of guy. You can call me a ladies man all day, but I didn't have the ladies man mentality. You did not have to leave after the sex, you did not have to pick up the tab, you did not have to open the door for yourself. I was a savage gentleman. I like one night stands didn't wasn't this is why I still have friends uh like that I had one night stands with to this day because I you know I will still call and I will still see if you're okay. Like, did you get home safely when you left in the morning? Hey, did you enjoy the breakfast I cooked? I didn't. I I treated everyone with decency and respect no matter what the situation was no matter what happened there what i never ever said this person was uh, uh the slut word i never used these words again i was raised by my mom and grandma. i never used because i understood a long long time ago a woman and like a woman can do what they want with their body and have fun if we if men out here are doing the most disgusting stuff and praising each other for this, like, I, I never was the guy to praise somebody for, Don't no, like, no, no, don't come around me with your hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, I smashed. I don't give a fuck, like, okay, like, like, I don't care. Like, I'm I'm supposed to praise you because you're sitting up in I don't know how that person feels about you. They probably love you to death and you just treat them like they're a trophy. So, no, you know, I'm not, high five, kiss you, kill you, I'm not saying that. I like to see that, but no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm not going to partake in that. I have more respect for myself, and I have more respect for the person. So when when people when guys just say, "Yo, what a hose that?" I I don't know. I talk. I talk to women. I don't talk to hoes. I don't. I don't know what that is. A hose is a garden tool. Last time I checked. So uh, yeah, get it together. Um, Yeah. Oh man, I did not know. (laughs) Oh man. But hey, man, thanks for. Listen, I, I guess I am becoming a little bit of a storyteller these days. Oh man, is that, I don't ask that. I'm too young to be old. I guess I, I lived that little life, and that was pretty much. You just literally heard the evolution of the Savage God. You literally just heard the prequel of my life. How I became to be what I am. Because again, working in the mall, it after the fact that I be I became who I am. That's a whole. Different adventure. That is a whole different story. And next time, we're, I, I I will tell it because hijinks ensued in the most memorable way that to this day I'm still pinching myself to see if that happened. And yes, yes, it did because, you know, social media is a son of a bitch. It will. Give you memory, like it will show you memories of things that you forgot. It will show you memories of people you don't even talk to. Um, so, yeah, it's the gift and the curse with social media. I don't know. Seems like every time it comes up with the right memory, I have the right flashback and I remember everything. And today was a flashback type of day. And she reached out, and uh, my ex reached out Some people just get found with age. i guess i don't know i would I never slip back into that but and here's why uh what real quick tidbit why i was, won't ever slip back into that so i say seven years later i guess uh my cousin my cousin he i, I guess he was trying no i i guess he did he was putting together like a surprise birthday party for me i don't know what in his Little crazy mind thought that it would be cool to have her come to my surprise party, but he's uh reached out to her to just invite her, I guess. And he was like, Yeah, man, I spoke to you in a long time. And he said, Somehow, some way, she started talking about uh, you know, them never dating back then. And he said, Uh, okay, I gotta go now. So he hung up on that. I was like, What the hell. So who knows how far her deceitfulness would have went if I would have actually tried to keep something up with her? I'm just glad that I got out of it without forever. It might have changed who I was in my persona, but I don't feel like it scarred me for life. I feel like it taught me more than anything. I don't feel like, yeah, I can say it was a it was a heartbreak, but I don't feel heartbroken when like, I talk about it. I've seen people who like broke my heart and they still feel that cringe. I don't feel that cringe. I actually smile uh, when I think about it, you know, because A, I'm over it, and B, life, man, life rapidly throws you things, and it threw me a lot of things back then. Uh, it thrown me a lot of things now, but I'm stronger than I was. And so I put it to bed more quickly and I handled it like a man. Back then, I thought if I hide and hid and laid on the floor for hours, it would go away. The world does not stop. But if you are alive and you are breathing and walking this earth, even if you're dead, the world does not stop moving. We all have to keep going. We all will keep going and move on. I don't give a damn if I've been stuck in the same town for 40 years. I've seen people come. I've seen people go. I've had experiences. I've done this. I've done that. I might have done it all in this town. But guess what? I did it. I don't give a damn if you left and came back and still see me here. So what? And we got a new Starbucks down the street. Did you see that? I was here when they started. So what? Yeah. Like, here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Just live your life. Life keeps moving. You should, too. No matter what you're going through, And I this... Even if you lost someone uh, like you, you'll be amazed what time can do. They say time heals. I know we don't want to hear it when we are going through whatever we're going through at that time. But it's the truth. Time heals everything. Time heals everything. You can still dislike the person that gave you the trauma or you know, whatever. You can still hate them, dislike them, whatever the case may be, but do not let it define you. Do not think about it when you're laying in your bed. Do not do do that. See, one of the things I always say, my longevity of staying out of trouble is I don't dwell on people I felt betrayed me or hurt me or whatever the case may be. Why? For what? I mean, I don't think about the situation until I see them or I see something that Reminds me of even that. If if I see something that reminds me of them, it's very quick, it's very fast, it's whatever. and I keep going on my day. I don't let it ruin my day. I don't let it ruin my life. But now, if I see that person, that's the test. That's the test for me. But usually, and I'm saying usually because I, I've had had some moments. I, mean, I am not. Per, I am perfectly imperfect, and I am perfectly fine with that. So, but I i am more of a i'm a free spirit i don't care i literally live in my bubble and i love my bubble um so like i don't know it's weird it's it's, and a lot of people have been butthurt over this because they think i never cared about them it's not that i never cared about you it's just that i can't dwell on what failed because if i'm dwelling on what was what failed then how am i ever supposed to succeed I, i have to move on i have to Keep going, so if you're saying it's over, we can't date or or we break up I, yes i I will probably like a uh, breakup like honestly, I feel like the longest time it took me to get over someone was two months. I never made it past two months. I'm not on board right now. I never made it past two months of being like hurt or missing someone I don't. Hey, out of sight, out of mind. So, yeah, that works too. But on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, catch that uh, last confession. I didn't, I know I did two confessions on uh, here, which you shouldn't do in love, but I did the third one actually on my my platform. It's pretty dope. Uh, So yeah, catch the third installment. It ended pretty good. Yeah, and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, stay savage.
0: We hoped you enjoyed this tale of transition, progression, and evolution. These tales aren't meant to throw anyone under the bus, nor is it to expose anyone that Savage God is talking about. These tales are to tell a story of a former hopeless romantic that was turned into the stereotypical bad boy. lost the ability to love, lack empathy, and had zero trust, even for the ones that truly had the best intentions in heart. If you're investing your time to listen to these bonus episodes, we thank you, appreciate you, and will continue to give you more. With that being said, we hope to see you at the premiere of the Summertime X-rated Experience podcast. Goodbye for now.